Radio Tiny House is on the air. Our shed home has been shared more than one million times on the internet. Kind of cool, but kind of weird too. Anyway, welcome to the show. Good morning. Welcome to Radio Tiny House. I'm Barry Smith. I'm Beth Smith, and we're, we're tickled. We're cracking up because this is take <laughs> three three <laughs> this morning. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get it done because that's who we are and that's what we do. Yes. And we like I I like to do podcasting. I hope you like to do podcasting. I get a lot out of it. I think it's fun, and we meet some interesting people. We do. That's the fun part. That is the fun part. Okay, so today is uh, Tuesday, February 16th. I hope you had a nice Valentine's Day with your love. We're doing a Valentine's Day special today. We are, if you celebrate Valentine's Day. We don't really do anything special for Valentine's Day. I think it's a silly uh, holiday. It is. I think it's made by Hallmark. Uh, I think that that your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever, uh, should uh, know every day that you love them. Not well, just and there's once always these expectations that people set, and then they're disappointed because somebody didn't take them to the right place, didn't buy them the right thing, didn't whatever. And it's a bunch of I don't invisible... like red roses. I right. like white roses. It's a bunch roses. of invisible rules. Yeah, I don't. I just not a vacation. I'm. I'm not. Thrilled pr- with. I don't participate. Vacation. Vaca- holiday. <laughs> holiday. <laughs> I vacation. No. I don't. Uh, vacation. I'll take. <laughs> Holiday, but holiday, Valentine's I mean, Day, no. I don't really, I've never really thought it was I mean, a you've good given holiday. me roses and things, which I appreciate, but I think it's- uh, Well, our daughter is uh, like the, the most wonderful florist in the world. And of you course. Can, yes, you can find her at Rhapsody in Blooms. Um, dot com. Dot com, yes. And um, so, you know, we, I usually get flowers from her when we do flowers because A- uh, she has a great eye, and she gets better flowers than I could ever get from yeah, a teleflora or whoever. Yeah, she uses a lot of lo- local growers and yeah. things like that. So um, anyway, when Beth gets flowers, that's who she gets them from. But I also try to do it, you know, not just at Valentine's Day. No. At our anniversary, she usually gets some, but um, just throughout the year, just yeah. for fun. Yeah, but we're going to feature a red building this we week. We are, so, and so we're gonna... heart, Valentine's, mm-hmm. fun. Fun. We didn't get any ice. No, this week. we thought we were. We were. Um, all of our weather forecasters had this massive wave that has enveloped all but I think about three states in the lower forty-eight. And um, we were one of the three. We were one of the three that was was spared from this. I don't know how that happened, uh, but we have gotten nothing but rain uh, for the last five mm. days. And the goat. Uh, um, area is a mud pit. It's a, our whole the acreage is a chickens, mud pit. Chickens uh, area is a mud pit. Yeah, it's terrible. It's so we got to do something about that. Throw some hay down or pour Mulch, concrete. I don't know. I don't know. Concrete. Um, that might be the answer. But if you're in the, the storm, if you're listening to us in Georgia or Florida or parts of South Carolina, you are probably have been spared from this. But if you're in Texas or Arkansas or Oklahoma, you've gotten hammered. Yeah, and in fact, our guest today uh, lives in Arkansas. Yes, and um, we did a pre-interview for her because she's um, has no power, and we just wanted to make sure that we could get her story. So I'm going to tell her story for her and Barry because we listened right. and did a quick um, interview, and then we'll just share her stuff. But we were afraid if we stayed online, uh, we would run her phone down, and she would have 
no yeah, phone. no way to recharge. So we didn't want to uh, want to have that happen. So, yeah, so she, but she was great. Uh, Has in, a, in, an adorable little. Yeah, house. it's really, really, it's it's a great, great little house. shed. It is a shed house. That's mm-hmm. right. And we're, I mean, you know, we live in a big shed house, but we also have a, a drag and drop. What's the other word you call it? Ready. Ready removable Ready is the removable. real term. I call it a drag and drop shed. Uh, but yeah, so we're in one of those right now during our podcast mm-hmm. because that's our kind of our shed in our podcast studio. So it's a shodcast studio. No, we call know. it a shoffice. Don't confuse okay, me. Okay, shoffice. All right. Um, and today, uh, oh, we did buy a ninja bat. So yeah, we, we talked about that last week. We didn't that get we're the, gonna. Yeah, we were going to buy it because of the power outage. Right. That we had anticipated, but that and it came charged up. I yeah. thought that was great. Yeah, it's ninety. It 9%. started ninety nine percent charged, um, and um, we, we didn't did, need it. We, we didn't need it, but we might one day. Uh, we did an unboxing video. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're like, <laughs> well, other people do unboxing videos. We'll do an unboxing video. Whether that ever gets done and edited, uh, I don't. know. I don't know if we're ever going to so post it anywhere. But time we, in life, we did it. We did it. But it was cool. And, and it comes, you know, has what, 280 watt hours? Uh-huh, two, it's max 300, I think. 300. So I figure I can charge a couple of phones, maybe even run my internet if I had to, and run my refrigerator for an hour right? or something to keep it cold. That's so exactly right. I think it's worth it for um, a couple hundred bucks or whatever it was. I think it was worth it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it was. Uh, it's well worth it uh, just for the peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, just to be able to say, oh, yeah, we can... Well, and here's the thing. I can also run out. We can run outside if we have no power because we didn't get the solar panels yet. But if we can run outside and charge it up from our car. Right. And then run back inside and then we have power again. And then if we get out of power for several days, which has happened to us before, we can run to Starbucks and charge up our battery and come home. Now, so will, that's our plan. It does take a couple hours to charge. But, yeah, you know, uh, you so know, you're staying anyway. in Starbucks where it's warm. So we did get the Ninja Bat, but we didn't have... Have we didn't to have use to use it because it. of the ice. But so who knows? We some, might still. If somebody needs to use our Ninja Bat. <laughs> they can't. They can't. Because I'm not parting with it. Oh, okay. I've been wanting one for a long time. All right. That's true. She has been wanting something well, like that Well, we've been without power. We've had two long power outages. Now, Barry and I really planned this well. Every time we have a power outage, we're in Florida. Right. Or at the That's beach. right. Out of town. So um, <laughs> we haven't really had to deal with it except to come home and dump the stuff in the fridge. But our daughter has been caught that way. So. Yes. Yeah, so uh, today we're going to talk about it. It kind of ties into um, to the presentation or slash interview we yeah. did today. Uh, reasons to go tiny or shed living is you can create your own home. Yep. You don't, there are so many things that you can do in this space. You don't have to, I mean, we built uh, what we call tiny house number one, uh, which we didn't want to build tiny house number two after building tiny house number right, one. Right, we were kind of done. So Stick I, a fork in us, we're done. Right, so we didn't do two ourselves. Of course, we did a lot of the interior stuff, and, and Beth designed it all. But, you know, we're in the shed. We did work in the shed to turn it into a, a studio. Still um, working on the front part. I keep talking about that, but we haven't made any progress because right, we're, we're so busy we're, with all the things. We're turning that into a, a video studio and a... Um, a loft for the for the grandkids that and kind of homeschool. Beth has designed that. Uh, it's gonna be cute. It is gonna be cute. Well, we'll we'll do some videos of that. Anyway, you can create your own space, and whether that's just painting, yep, or whether it's designing your house and having somebody else build it the way you want it built, right? Um, you still get to to be creative in that. A lot of times, if you buy a house in suburbia, 
They all look the same. They all look the same. They're all built the same. Um, you could even live in a in a million dollar neighborhood, and, and they tell you what color you can paint your door. Yep, and it's but it's usually four basic house styles. Yep, um, and they they may have different colored stone or wood on the outside. They may have different paint color on the outside, but every fourth house is kind of the, the same. same. So not real creative. You can paint the interior any color you want to, unless you live in the historic district of of Charleston in a historic house, and then you have to get permission to to paint. Um, but it's um, the creative process is what a lot of people um, live in sheds and tiny houses for because they can create their own space. Yeah. And that's uh, that's to me, that's one of the best reasons to be able to go tiny or sheddy. I agree. Uh, we're going to do real quick news here. The Philadelphia PA uh, has approved their first tiny house village for the homeless. Yeah, and I want to ta- I want to talk just briefly about the whole tiny house for the homeless notion. Believe me, I I support that. But many of these things that we see are like ten million dollars for thirty houses. I'm like, what? So I think we're getting a little off track with that whole thing. I just saw a whole stream of consciousness in some group about that. I'll probably see if I can figure that out for next time. But secondarily, there are more people than the homeless that need tiny houses. Right. So, um, I, th- and, uh, we had, um, here in, uh, Georgia, there was a c- community that was trying to build tiny houses for the homeless vets and people were c- concerned, right? Um, but there are a lot of other people, I guess they felt like it was going to be violence or I don't know what they thought, but they didn't want to do it. But the reality is, I think the easier way to start breaking down some of those barriers is not to say all the tiny house villages are for homeless, like that right. one that's being built in Atlanta. Right, yeah. We're going to go visit the next time it's nice. Yes, well, that may not be today. Uh, March. March. And I think <laughs> they've got enough framing up and enough stuff happening that it's going to be more interesting than just a mud bog. Well, it will be a mud bog right now, but um, when we went the last time, they weren't very, they hadn't started. We may they need just a, graded. a tracked vehicle to get in Something. and out of there. But we'll go visit that. And we did visit the one in Knoxville. And I actually have video we of did. that. We did. So we ought to, we ought to actually that post that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's um, really cute. But it, it, you're right. It, it's uh, We don't need tiny houses or shed homes to be typecast, if yes, you will, as just a place to, to house the, the homeless. And cities and, and organizations need to work together. Because building a tiny house village for $10 million is crazy. crazy. That's not a good use of taxpayer dollars when you could do it for so much less. Um, yeah, but it is needed. Well, I don't know now, what they're doing. In Germany, of course, they've developed these little cubicles. Uh, they're not cubicles. They're, they're like coffins, if you will, uh, for the homeless. You they're, can stand up in the coffin. They're warm. This is just a bed for you to sleep in, but they're heated. They're uh, you can lock them. There's a place for you to put your belongings. Um, it's not anything that you could be in Open. because of your, your yeah. claustrophobia. claustrophobia. But um, and and those are kind of interesting as just kind of stopgap things. But we've got a whole group of people that that are not necessarily homeless, but need to be transitioned out of um, you know uh, a group home or something like that. And tiny houses would be perfect for them as well. well. Right. And there are a lot of people who want to live debt free. I mean, there's lots of reasons to have that, as we talked about, that first or second rung on the property ladder for people to be able to move up on. So, um, you know, I think 
as there is a groundswell, you know, there are big groups on Facebook. We have a group on Facebook. There's a, a group that has 80,000, I think, another one that has 75,000. We have about 4,000 in our group and it's brand new. So I think there is enough of a groundswell that eventually this, we will win the day in some form. Right. Right. You each, and I'm writing a book about how to buy land. And I see in these groups all the time that there's so much confusion about what you can build tiny houses on, where you can build them, how you can build them. That I just, you know, we need something that defines that for people, which is why I'm working. I'm not real. I never thought I'd be a book writer. I don't love doing That's it. called an author. An author, right. <laughs> but I never, I don't love doing it because it's a lot book of writer. work. It, oh my it goodness, is. it's a lot of work. I've been working on a book for three years. Yeah, well, I, I've been working on it for about three weeks, but well, um, it's still a lot of work. But, you know, somebody's got to start defining how you can do it and where it is. And so, um, but I just think we're limiting the news world limits us to either tiny houses on wheels right or for the homeless right but there's so much other things that are happening right when so you, many other things when you when you look for news on tiny houses you primarily get stuff you either get and this is the second part of the news you either get articles on on uh, tiny house villages for the homeless uh, which a lot of people don't want in their neighborhood uh, I know because the, you they know, feel that there's things that come with that yep. that are not positive for their neighborhood. But the other articles that I'm sick of seeing are, uh, and I'm just venting here, uh, I'm sick of seeing the articles that talk about how bad it is to live in a tiny house well, or the dif- the difficulties bait. of living in a tiny house. Yeah, I know it may be clickbait, but I'd rather see articles that say, you know, uh, look at this cuteness well, or look at the, the yeah. great use of space in this tiny well, house. We do see those sometimes, but a lot of times because they're looking for clickbait and they're like, oh, this is why, you know, sure, if in well, COVID, I'm bored. I'm ready to get out and I live in 768 square feet on three acres. Right. I'm ready to go somewhere and right. do something. I'm ready to actually go eat in a restaurant. You know, I'm fidgety. Um, and if I were living in a trailer, like a... This the one one of the articles was somebody lived in a, a cargo, cargo trailer. trailer. Yeah, I'd be fidgety. But well, if you're, but you're not there twenty four seven. Well, you know, if you if you've camp. got a cargo trailer, you can go anywhere. If there's a campground open. Yeah, um, although the part of the article was that they were struggling with campgrounds that were open, but I think that's all back open again. I think it was just something somebody looking for some. Well, also, good news bait. doesn't sell. True. Negative news sells. Sells, exactly. So we're trying to do. Something different. Good news. Good news. So anyway, we've got uh, right here, briefly in this next second, we've got this. Right. Radio Tiny House Valentine's Day special. Well, it's not Valentine's Day anymore. Well, it's a little after. Yeah. But it's close enough to say it's a Valentine's Day special. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube... Go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Hit that bell so you get updates and uh, notifications when we have a uh, a new episode. And uh, if you're listening to us, then we hope you'll uh, continue to, to listen to our podcast in the car because we don't want you to listen, watch us on YouTube while you're driving. No. Don't encourage do that. that at all. But if you're, if you're listening to us and you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, it's uh, Radio Tiny House on YouTube. Yeah, and podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yep. And that's growing. Uh, yeah, Pandora. Barry told me that we're on, I don't know. Something new called Castbox. I don't even know what that uh, is. A, but... a friend of ours from uh who worked on the CM Ranch in Wyoming. Um I told him that you know, listen to our new podcast, and he said, You're not on Castbox. 
where I listen to my podcast. And I said, oh, I've never even heard of that. And so he looked us up and we weren't there. And then he went back. I said, let, let, let me look into that. And he went back just a few minutes later and we were up on their on their thing. I didn't do anything. Uh, but I guess when he searched for it, it started. It, it. started it. So, um, but I didn't know the. Whole thanks for that, Jake. Spotify is that what you yeah, said? Spotify, or Pandora, Pandora. Those are, Pandora ones are sort of juried. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, it, t- it took us about three months to get on Pandora, and then I know some people that it's taken uh, six months. One guy's been waiting for a year, so I don't know how Pandora actually does it. I don't know if they. If they look at it from the standpoint of, oh, we've got 50 people that are already doing this topic. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know how many. There are a few Tiny House um, podcasts. There are. There are uh, no Shed podcasts, I don't think. Of course, there's some Shed videos. Yeah, there are a things, lot of Shed but videos. Not, but I, think um, pod- I think we may be unique. We are unique. We are in unique. our own yes, way. Yes, indeed. Um, so anyway, we are on Pandora. Yep. Uh, Amazon mu- uh, podcasts. Uh, also, in Amazon Music, you can now pull us up if you have uh, Alexa. Alexa. Hmm. Uh, you can pull us up on that. Uh, but we're anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. And if if you have a different podcast platform you like to listen to and we're not on it, let me know. Yeah, uh, let me know it, that's at tricky uh, radiotinyhouse at gmail.com. Because they're not listening to you because they don't have it on the whatever. Well, I guess they can search. YouTube. They can do a search. So anyway, this is... Um, Beth and I just got off the phone with um, Kalina Newberry, who uh, lives in an area that has been hit hard by all this snow and fun stuff. She lives in Arkansas. She has no power. Right. And so instead of eating up her battery on her phone by a long interview, we just did a quick cursory, ask a bunch of questions that probably we could have done on here, but we just wanted to make sure we gave her the opportunity to... Tell us what she did, and then we could get her off the phone. Right. Um, so this is her. It's in, you'll see at the very end, we have a picture of her house in the snow. In the snow that was taken yesterday. Right. So this is their cute little red barn. So this is why it's a Valentine's. Exactly. It's heart red. Blood it's heart red. red. Blood red. <laughs> um, and this is how they ordered it. Um, and they, she said they almost have it paid off. Uh, so she's excited about that. And um, they have done an amazing job being creative thrifting, finding things. So we just wanted to give you the opportunity. It's six, what'd she say? 12 by 40. No, it's 14 by 40. 14 by 40. <clears throat> so it's long. It's long. Um, there's the long picture. Um, but I love the fact that they also have another door coming in the side mm-hmm. and they don't have those double doors that a lot of people get that are like those built doors that oh, are right, hard yeah. for people to insulate. They they did think through Getting the right kind of doors, house type doors. Um, as you notice on that side, that door's probably not full height because of the side of the metal roof. Right. But it's probably fine. Unless you're six six, you're probably fine. Anyway, it's on piers, um, as you see. And I ask her, they're at one degree today. Uh we don't have pictures of that. She said they've um covered in the sides. Yes. The, the, yeah. the bottom. But they haven't we don't have really have an insulated floor, so the floors are cold. Right. So I which, gave her which a tip. we're experiencing that right now a little bit because yeah, we have in the we have not insulated the floors in our office because well, it was just basically going to be a shed. Well, not yeah, and uh, you know we really thought we would send this thing back. We were going to use it. Yep. For a while, and then we were going to send it back. So we left it unfinished for a for long a time, year and, and then half. we realized, oh look, we can write this off on our taxes because yep. we we're renting it. Right. Um, and it was my office. 
at the time. Um, it's exclusively. I, I worked. There was nothing else in here. So, um, and then. Well, there were oh, two cats in here. Two cats and me working in my office. But um, Well, anyway. I had this part back here where I was working and studying. Yeah. But you had the but front it was part. Basic, it was only an office. Right. So, anyway, so we didn't really do much with it. We were just camping. But. So, anyway, this part down here on the bottom where you see the bouncing blue ball, I feel like yeah. Mitch Miller. Yeah. Um, you just dated yourself. <laughs> I did date myself. Sorry. Um, uh, Mitch Miller was before me, but I know who Mitch Miller is because I'm into all that kind of retro old stuff. Yes. Um, we d- we've done the same thing on ours. We we It's up on piers. Yeah. It's and we do piers. need to put stuff. Uh, well, I Edgy. like to insulate it and, yeah. Yeah. Skirting. Skirting. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. Right. So this is their front porch. And can they see us? No. Do you want them to see us? Yeah. Because I can I think, do. You know, yeah. I can let's do this. Up the view. But then they see. We'll do this because yeah. that way they see us both. Because the other way is just me. Okay. And you're much better to look at than I am. <laughs> well, we can't adjust the thing, and sometimes Barry falls off the edge. So I do. We're trying to so scrunch him uh, over. Yeah. We're trying to scrunch him over. Anyway, this is an adorable little picture of her porch. And the thing that caught my eye about Kalina's decorating is that she uses bright colors. Um, She's got a very bright red barn. She said she grew up in um, a house that was red. And so she wanted that. And, of course, it's not just red. It's cherry red. It is. And I love the pop of color. And then her hubby builds furniture. Um, Hadn't never really done like a house building, but he builds furniture. So I'm sure he built this uh, adorable little bench. And then, as you see, she's decorating with red, yellow, and you'll see her kitchen is all done in aqua, which is just, I just right. love the Beth, color combo. Beth's colors, if she yeah. could, if she could have personal, colors, her branding would. colors would be aqua and, and red. I yeah. bought her a pair of cowgirl boots one time that were aqua and red. I still have them. So here's the construction process. This is her husband in the center picture, if you can see this. And uh, that is her three-year-old, their three-year-old son. So the thing about, you know, when you're doing these kind of projects together with your family, um, you know, the little kids get involved. Yes, of course, we want them to be safe. But it's a, it's a everybody hands on deck. And I think it's really good for kids to see mom and dad building something and creating things. Yep. But this is just, a, as you, if you're on YouTube, you can see this is just a standard shed on the inside. And dad is building doors. And walls. Uh, walls and creating kitchen cabinets um, and just pulling it together. They've insulated the walls and the ceiling, um, but they did not insulate. That was the first thing I asked. Did you insulate your floors? And I recommend to anybody who's doing these drag and drop sheds, to get the builder to insulate the floor. Ready, ready removable. Ready, removable. Because uh, once it gets to your property, unless you're really skinny. <laughs> yeah. Or unless it's up really high, you're going to have a hard time insulating the floor, which is where you're losing a lot of your a heat. A lot of your heat goes out the floor. That's exactly right. right. And a lot of the cold comes in comes the floor. Comes in that floor. So, so if nothing else that you can have them do, have them insulate the floor and most builders can make that arrangement happen. Yes. They can help yeah. do they that can while do it they're somehow. building it. Or they can do it, you can do it before they lower it down on the on the piers. That'd be really hard because they, they come with that That's beater true. thing. And yeah, you have and to spray it'd be it. hours, yeah. I think that won't work. That but probably I think won't if work. you just ask for them to insulate it, yes, it will cost you some money. But I think it's worth every single penny. I, I wish we had done that. Yeah, me too. Me too. My feet wouldn't be cold. 
Now, here in this picture that uh, if you're on YouTube, you can see it's uh, dad and a three-year-old making stairs. And they these... and I think the, the, the little boy did a great <laughs> he job. He did do a great job. <laughs> so here's the thing. These stairs you're going to see on the inside of the building, they are made like library stairs on a pole where you can move them. And right. they're on wheels, which I think is a really good use of space. And I'm, now that's what I'm going to do. Right. Um, I've been trying to figure out what the heck we're going to do with stairs in this office because we want to use our back loft without having to use a ladder, which I do now. Um, and then you'll see that these, if you can pop it on YouTube, that or we'll describe it to you too if you're on the podcast. Um, and then now Barry's clicked to the master bedroom. I have. It's just got one little window and it's divided <sighs> in the back. So it's probably seven or eight feet wide. And I wanted to go wider on this because the floors are so cool. Yeah. This is plywood that her husband cut um, little, grooves in. little grooves in. Uh, and then um, uh, Kalina sta uh, stained them uh, to be this color. Yeah. And it adds, it gives the floor a lot of texture for just plywood. I think that looks really good. Right. It looks a lot better. And if you, you know, like if you're putting down plywood and you've just like got squares of plywood, it can look a little just plain, but they've made this look like real wood. Um, and then they, on the back wall, they have um, also added like the stick on, uh, like pallet wood or whatever you get right. from Lowe's to decorate the back wall. The rest of it's just white white um, trim. I think they've used drywall. I, that looks like drywall. <laughs> <clears throat> drywall with um, just trim instead of doing a lot of um, sanding and mudding, which yeah, is an easier way is, to go about yeah. drywall. Yeah, sand kind of a neck, pain in the neck. Mudding is a pain, but sanding is the pain. It's I mean, the pain. it's a pain to clean up. It's, That's why uh, when somebody um, said, "Are you did you do your, do your own drywall in our house?" I'm like, "No, that's just such a mess." So this is the bathroom door, right? Hubby, hubby made um, a hand built bathroom door, very barn looking, and hung it on a galvanized pipe. As a barn door, very inexpensive way to cover that bathroom. She said they've changed that since because it was a little weird. To have. Are you messing with I the stuff? I pushed the wrong button and, <laughs> and you were cut off. Oh, well, <laughs> that's okay. Um, they that The barn door was probably not as uh, private as they wanted, so they went ahead and put the moved the bathroom barn door in, put it on hinges. But this photo shows um, how they did that barn door. And then the other door... This is the back wall. So you've got one door on one side and one door on the other. One goes into the bathroom. The other one goes into their master bedroom. Right. <clears throat> and both of those are handcrafted doors. This is looking into. The, now, this is obviously during construction. Right. But looking into the kitchen. And I love the metal roof. They've got old um, recycled metal. So this is a lofted barn for right. those that you can't see it. And they've re we done recycled uh lofted I'm, I'm sorry recycled metal in their lofted barn uh trimmed with looks like just natural color natural wood. wood uh it's really cute and then they've got what looks like to me like a chicken brooder pen right lamp lamp uh hanging over there i think it will be the table but it's in mid-construction right now and then um i asked her about the little cow picture there's this adorable little cow face picture on the wall and um she told she admitted to me that she painted it, and it uh, covers the electrical yeah, box, actually, which is gonna, right in the middle of her thing. We're gonna come over here, and we're gonna do this, so you can see it and better. Just kind of widen into, go into yeah. it a little bit more. Yeah, zoom it's cute. Into it it um, is cute, and she says she didn't 
really think she could paint. And now but she did a great job. She did do a great job and is now teaching art or something. Yes. So, and is a chef, very creative individuals. But anyway, so here we've got a cow peeking at us in the kitchen. And back to her color choices, she had red, yellow, and here's this blue, which is, I think, probably closer to an aqua, showing up a little blue in this picture. But it looks really cute with all the color combinations, which is why when I saw her... Uh, photo slash video on in one of the groups i'm like oh my gosh i need to track her down right, yeah and it's taken us a while to get together but anyway i love just the plain wood countertops yeah what they did for the countertops is they're just two by sixes that's what like it two looks by like. sixes and they put those together and made uh just a wooden countertop it's got a raised uh section in the back for like bar stool height and then the front they've got a stove which she said they got for 50 bucks yeah Pretty good deal. Uh, pretty good deal. And um, so they've got their stovetop and their uh, countertop just made out of two by sixes. And it looks lovely. Yep. And if you look back, this was a, obviously we're out of continuity here. Sorry. But if you can look back, you can see that is the electrical box. I wonder how. But it that, doesn't have a cow on it how, yet. How did that happen? <laughs> I didn't realize um, yeah, that I so, had him out of sync. So you can see at the end of the countertop, if you're, <laughs> if you're not watching us, then... Uh, if you're standing at the uh, at the stove, then their electrical panel is on the wall to to the left, um, and it's uh, uncovered here with with wires hanging. Right. I mean, they're there, they're so obviously, obviously they're in the midst of construction still. So. Right, which is why part of, part of the reason I liked this the picture she sent me because they're not it's all pretty and Instagrammy, right? This is how they this did is their construction. Work. This is construction, not perfect. So this is kind of cool. So well, you can see if you're if you're watching on YouTube the the metal roof, which is which is really cool, and then the great cow picture, which uh -huh. I just love that. Um, that her husband she painted it, uh, the electrical panel, and then her husband built a frame around it to make it look like it's a, a, a picture. Picture. I didn't uh, even I didn't even suspect it was the electrical box. No, I didn't either. I, I just, I thought, just it thought it was, it was a framed picture, picture in her kitchen. The um the lamp. The lamp is really cool. Yeah, so I've um, it's a it looks to me well. I, at first, I thought it was, maybe it was a ceiling fan, like the things from a ceiling fan, right. but it's just a lamp that has four light bulbs in it that just you know like ceramic kind of looking, or maybe it's white metal. I'm not sure. Anyway, it didn't it just was didn't have any shades on it. So in order to make it look more um, barny, barny, farmy, they took and made chicken wire shades right. on it. And I think that's really adorable. I, I it goes that's... with the whole um, look of their house. Right. I think it's really cute. Yeah. So that's cute. And uh, the Beth has drawn an arrow so you can see you can it. See that. Well, it kind of disappeared. It does disappear behind the white um, yeah. so wall there. So I'm like trying to help you see it. Or in front of the white wall, I should have said, not behind it. Um, the, here's the cow again. I love but the expression. But now the cow has a chicken added to the hermit, yes. her, photo, her painting. And uh, there's the, their dishes. I guess that's why you, you did that to showcase Well, their... hubby built her a little cabinet for yep. her dishes, and it's really cute. And it's got something on it. What is that, chicken wire, or is that Yeah, it's uh, hardware, hardware cloth, cloth. Okay. To, for the front. And so he built her a little um, dish cabinet beside the cow picture. And um, basically, they've got a microwave, a stove, crock pot. They've got everything you need. They do indeed. And then I wanted to ask about the vent underneath their stove. Uh, she would just, Hubby was afraid that it would get hot under there. So um, so they vented it they outside. They just vented it 
I don't think it's outside. I think it's just vented underneath. Okay. And I love what they did for the drawers over there. They went to a flea market and they bought um, old Coca-Cola and, well, soft drink crates. They've got uh, Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, and I can't tell what the last Uh -uh. one is. And then there's one at the bottom that's kind of got hardware cloth on it. I think it's where she's putting her potatoes. Right. But they just put handles on it, and they made drawers out of these old crates. It's really cute and very creative. The crates, those things used to have, they were sections. And they may still have sections. You know, wood in there um, to keep the bottles from banging around but uh i think that's just really cute yeah they've done a great job uh and just a like a bigger shot of the um ceiling with the um the glowing orb yeah the recycled tin that they use for the interior yes which is i i love it looks nice okay stairs stairs now there's another big red arrow here arrow here yes there is uh, and the reason I wanted to highlight this is that we struggle with what to do with our stairs because the side, we have the door to the podcast studio in the, center. it looks just like this, but it's in the center, right? And so our, also ours, the side wall it might be a little shorter than theirs. I don't know. It seems kind of short. And so if you have, if you're trying to clamber, get up into the loft, you're dealing with trying to sneak in on the side and then crawl on your hands and knees right. to the loft, right? But if I put um, stairs right over the podcast studio door, Barry's going to kill me. Yeah, it'd be hard to get in that way. Right. And it's only, um, it's a two foot wide door. We just had one we had, so it's not a big door. But anyway, so I told Barry, this is how we're doing our stairs. It's a uh, library type stairs. Um, it's hanging on a rod right. and on wheels, and I would. She says it moves a little bit. I would have to have locks, right, on the casters because I'm safety conscious. Well, and some kind of a handrail. Yeah, I'd put handrails on it. And of course, we're only looking at one that's not completed yet. Right. Yeah, that's true. They're in mid construction, but they've got it on galvanized pipe. It's the black pipe, which is like conduit or something, whatever that iron right, yeah. dark black yeah. pipe is. Um, and then so they just move those stairs where they want them. So right now they've got them pushed way over to the edge. I'd like to do the same thing, but then be able to pull it to the middle when the kids want to go up to right. where I want to go up into that loft um, and then um, turn around and, you know, move it away when you when we get done. Right. And I think that will be perfect for us. So I, that's what we're going to do. I think that's a great uh, system. Yeah, um, like a library can, ladder, but you can stairs. push it out of the way without it having to be at, having it to be in the middle of the room. Yes, I'm getting a little tongue tied. I sometimes do too, as we know. Uh, oh, back up! Can you back up? I can back up. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it very well, but there's another picture that has a little bit of it. The loft has like a railing up there, and I think they've used um, cattle panel fencing to keep kids from falling out of the loft. Oh, I haven't seen but that. But there's only a little glimpse of it, and I didn't ask her that, but that's what I think I saw in another photo that's, on the other loft. Well, I like that idea. I, I, a lot of people use uh, cattle panel or, or pig paneling on the... Uh, yeah, hardware, the, like big, big yeah, squares of Yeah, on the of outside of metal. their deck um, yeah. for that very reason. Yeah. And it looks good, too. Yeah, and goes with their barn theme. So this is their bathroom. Yeah, it's uh, got a... Um, Cow trough, I guess you'd call that. What do you call that thing? A water trough. A water trough. Because not just cows drink from it. Right. Bathtub slash shower. Right. And, and then it's got a, a cute um, 
uh, bucket for the sink. Yeah, I love that. That's really cool. They used a um, just a, a metal pail for uh, for their sink. Yeah, she said and, that's working really well. And, and they kind just, of have a barn-like zinc-looking mirror, too, yeah. that I'm sure she found. She's a big thrifter, so I'm sure she found that somewhere. Yeah, that's and that's just... Uh, she, she's, Galena's decided that she wants to have a, a shower in there because it's uh, they had to raise the, the tub up so that uh, it's a little harder to get into and out of now. But um, and she says it's kind of cold, it's which is cold. you know that's why we have cast iron bathtubs to hold heat. And now, of course, if the bottom of your uh, shed is not insulated, insulated, and you're putting warm water in there into a tin, thin tin bucket, it's going to be a, it's going to get quick cold bath. quickly. Yeah, and she says it's kind of hard to get in because whatever. So they are planning on changing that and make that into just a, right. like a shower. But this whatever. looks great. It does look. It's beautiful. But she says it's not as practical as she had hoped. Right. So I guess the cows or the dogs or somebody will get that um, trough. Maybe the kids will get <laughs> it outside for a, a, swimming a pool, pool or something. Right. <laughs> but it's really cute. And their hubby, her hubby got those butcher block uh, pieces and just used that and cut a hole in it. Right. Put that, Drop that sink right in there. I think that's very creative. Very and creative. And it's just really cool. It's really cute. Uh, uh, this is a blank page that you put in happened. there. I don't know I didn't have uh, this a blank was a page. picture of the barn taken at night. I don't know what that's about. Go again. Oh, okay. And, and so this is, I think this is the last one, right? Yeah. Okay. It's a picture of their house in the snow. It's a little blurry, but she took it yesterday in the snow. And I just wanted to uh, showcase that. It's kind of on an angle, but you know, they've made themselves a little house and they, the kids, they have two lofts and I don't. A I boy's loft and a girl's other, loft. Other picture I was talking about that had the cattle panel is probably one that was near the kitchen. It's probably the one that is dark there. Right. That's what it was. Anyway, they have a loft for their they have kids. They have loft for the girls and a loft for the boys. And they have family that lives nearby. So if they get a little too crowded in there, they can pop over to family. Right. And that's kind of what we do. Yep. We have two houses on our property and we have kids in our house a lot. And, and everybody kinda, just kind of comes and what's goes. What's our intention? Kids. Adults, dogs, uh, dogs, yeah, a cat. We we talked about last week, I think we talked about we've even had a goat in our house. Yes, we have had a goat in our house. (laughs) Actually, never have thought. The weird thing about last week was that I have this thing on my, my, an app on my phone called Time Hop. And Time Hop looks at all the pictures um, that I've placed on Facebook. Right. And you can do it on Twitter and other things as well. But I, I link it to Facebook. And the, so we had the conversation about Tabby, our goat, being in our house. And on Time Hop later that day, it popped up as a picture that was a year ago we took. So, so exactly it was a year, a year ago to the day when we talked about Tabby, our goat, being in our house, that she was actually in our house. Well, the same thing happened about my hair. Yep. I yep. went and got my hair cut. I don't love it, but, you know, it is what it is, but and it'll grow. But I went and got my hair cut, and I said, wow, it's been a long time since I've been here because of COVID and whatever. And so on Barry's time hop, it came up exactly yep. a year. Exactly a year. Later that day. So weird how life it, that is. That is weird. But that's Beth has witchy ways, we I call do. it. We call them and witchy ways. And uh, we have all those kind of things happen all the time. So this was the snow from yesterday. Yep. Um, they're cold. They have no power. Um yeah, and um, so uh, next, she said, "Next is a wood burning stove." Yes, <laughs> we talked with her a little bit about our ninja bat, um, but uh, and then uh, the other thing I've suggested to people is: look, if you haven't 
insulated your floors and it's cold. Now it's not going to help if you lose your power. But there is something called a rug buddy, but there's another brand too that you can put under a carpet and it heats your floor. So if you're cold, you can sit on it. Right. That's uh, so I think that would be a big which would be kind of nice thing for uh, shed owners. We, I'd like to get one of those in yeah, here. I think what we need just to do. put under our feet. Yep. Be like having a heated floor in Norway. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, which, that's which it. Which is the also a great story, Kalina's by the house. way. Yeah. Laying on the floor. Laying the, on the floor. Yeah, Beth, the, the, our first night in Norway, uh, when we went, we it turned was May, on. It was May, but it, it was felt May. like it was like Oh, it was so December. cold. It was so cold. We had the coldest harbor tour in, in, <laughs> in the world, I think. But um, we, um, Beth wound up turning on the heated floor on a wall switch in the bathroom and actually laying down on the floor in the bathroom to because keep it warm. was so Nice and toasty. Right. So anyway, that's so, our Radio Tiny House logo. Yes, get indeed. Off of that. Again, subscribe if you... Uh, We'd love it if you yeah, would. We would indeed. And hit that bell because that helps you know when we have a new podcast, although I usually announce it too. So yeah. so we'll go back to us. Yeah. And right. I think that... Uh, well, let's go back here. So we have um, uh upcoming workshop. Yeah, in our Tiny Houses Shed Homes Facebook group. No, let me back up and say that. I said that wrong. On a, my, my, on my our Tough My Tough Shed, shed Home, home um, if you'd like to cl- click there, it's on Facebook, My Tough Shed Home, and I will edit that out. Uh, anyway, at My Tough Shed Home, you can see our event that I will have, and it's um, a workshop to teach you how to get, go through the process of building your own shed house. Now, it's, um, you know, it's a couple of hours workshop. So obviously, I'm not telling you every single step that you need to make right. to build your house, but I'm giving you all the scoop about how and where and when to do the things that you need to do, uh, how you can find land, how you can do that. I also separated that out into its own workshop that I also do, and that's the book I'm working on right? to help people figure out how to do that's, land. That's, that's really the most important step. Get some place to put your tiny house. Yeah, because you can't just do it anywhere you want. No, it's very limited, actually. Anyway, so um, get it done in 2021. It's on My Tough Shed Home, listed as an event on Facebook. That's the easiest, most accessible way for us to make that available. Okay, cool. And we do have, that's our page. My Tough Shed Home is our page, and we do a lot there. And then we also have our group, if you'd like to join our group. It's uh, Tiny Houses Shed Shed Home. Home. That's right. Um, I know sometimes we get our tongues tangled yes, up around that. And it's, um, we shouldn't by now. No. But uh, we do. Um, but that's the group that you uh, you have to ask to, to join that group. It's, very, uh, it's getting it's very active. very active. We've got about 4,300 people in there now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and and we occasionally have to referee a couple of things. But mostly, mostly it's, it's a lot of, of good information, a lot of people that help each other. And that's really uh, kind of what we want to do. Mm-hmm. We want to help you uh, be able to achieve your dream of a tiny house or a shed home. Mm-hmm. And we're, or of course, most familiar the same with... same thing. Tiny well, houses they, that can be shed homes. They can be, yes. We, we did a... a well, it's a small house, but it's a not so tiny, tiny house that we live uh, in. That we live yeah, in, yes. Right. Uh, some days it feels really big, and then some days it's like, oh my gosh! This I wish is... I had a basement uh, to send yeah, the children exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, um, that's coming up. Yep. You've and... got, and then we've got an upcoming interview with um, Caroline Smith, who happens to be our daughter, who lives in Tiny House One, 
And I think we're going to try to do a tour of, of Tiny House One at some yeah, point in time. Yeah, we're figuring out the details about that. But she's part of, um, uh, Beth has a, a, you know, work from home uh, yeah. kind of a thing. And um, so we're, people working from home in their tiny houses yeah, are shut Yeah, we're homes. trying to interview people who are making a living by working from their tiny house. Because, right. you know, a lot of those are more rural and... Um, or the shed home anyway. Now, of course, one of the things we're also trying to focus on and get more information on is tiny houses in the city, like accessory dwelling units and things like that. Right. So we'll be featuring some of that too. But anyway, that's where we are right now. But it's important. I mean, having land is important and meeting codes is important and things like that. But it's also important to figure out what it is you're going to be doing uh, if you're moving to a, a rural area because yeah. co- commuting can often be hard. Right. Um, and you've got to look at all sorts of things like, uh, uh, how am I going to, how am I going to do zoom calls? Right. Uh, if my internet is crappy, how am I going to get internet? Yeah. That's how am I going to get internet? On. Barry's helping me with my book, uh, with a whole section about rural internet. I do want to back up and say that Kalina lives in an area that they don't have code requirements. Right. So that's how they're able to live in a dra- drag and drop or ready removable. There are many places you can't do that. Um, and I'm doing a lot of research around where and how you can, but, um, you know, that's stuff that's important for people to it know. Is, it is important because the last thing you want to do is, is buy buy a beautiful piece of property and put a shed home on it and then have somebody come out and say, sorry. Can't do it. Can't do it. You got to either move it or forfeit right. it. Right. Uh, there was just a young couple in our group that said, well, I went to go, you know, took my thing to the county and they tell me I can't use build in a shed. I'm like, that's not really true. You can live in a shed home. You cannot live in a ready, removable, and uh, drag-and-drop right. shed. So getting the definitions right are, is, I think, really important for people. Right. Because we live in a shed home, but, it, but it's built to International Building Code. Right. But it was built by Tough Shed. Right. So getting all the right understanding what you're asking is really important when you're trying to get it done. Yes, Exactly. So we'll talk about that in the Get It Done workshop. Right. So Caroline coming up soon, next week, week after next, something like that. Yep. And then uh, you can find us. We talked about that. My My Tough Shed Shed Home Home on Facebook, RadioTinyHouse.com, Radio Tiny House on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you've got a question or a comment or if if you know somebody that's living in a tiny house that would uh, love to be interviewed or shed home, uh, drop us a note at RadioTinyHouse at gmail.com. Yeah, that's awesome. It is awesome. So are you. Oh, thank you. All right. So I think that's it for this week. Yep. And we will uh, see you next week. Hope everybody stays safe in the cold. And warm, yes. And the snow uh, that's out there. Don't know how much longer it's going to last. But we have friends that are in Texas and Louisiana They're that have never seen it this cold before. Death, yes. So uh, uh, send some good thoughts their way. Make them warm thoughts. Yes. <laughs> Toasty, warm, hot chocolate thoughts. There you go. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's me again. Thanks for listening to Radio Tiny House. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so at radiotinyhouse at gmail.com. Or you can find us on our Facebook page, which is My Tough Shed Home. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.